spoilery lodge episode coming your way. Get excited. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. 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 Truth or dare. Okay, I dare you to say Bloody Mary three times. So if you're with us, that means you don't mind hearing spoilers about The Lodge. You've seen it and you are well aware of everything that happens in the film. I mean, you know, mostly aware because yeah, what the fuck? Okay. (laughs) First of all, now I know a big part of the problem is this movie has not gotten a wide release, but I peel, I I, I peel, I peel like people are sleeping on this movie. Sleeping on it. What are you doing with your life? I, I was one of them. I was totally one of them because when I read even just like the IMDb oh, yeah, yeah. quick premise of it, it's just like a new like put, like I wasn't stepmom sold. and kids stuck in lodge in the middle of the snowstorm. And I was like, lodge. OK, is Boring. it going to be a ghosty? I don't. What? What yeah. is it going to be? What's happening? But so I think I saw a couple Instagram stories from other spooky friends that were like, this is one of the most incredible horror movies I've ever seen. Blah, blah, blah. Also like really amazing, just yeah. pure praise for it. And yeah, I was just other like, people I trust were like saying that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I was like, Jonathan, I guess we'll go see this movie. Right. And it was between this and there's another spooky movie. Out right Invisible now Man. Like, Invisible Man. Yeah. This and Invisible Man. And I'm so glad we chose this. Yeah. <laughs> I do still want to see Invisible Man. Same. But this was the far superior choice. This was the satisfaction I needed. I needed it. Yeah. It had the shock. It had the interesting story. It had the mind fuck. It had the, uh, is it, it had so many levels of, so many potential endings. Yes. Where you were constantly thinking like, is it ghost mom? Is it these kids? Is it her? Is, is it her PTSD? Is it, is she possessed? Like yeah. there's so many things where it's like, what is happening here what is happening and uh, yeah so like kind of my backstory with it is like the same where i had heard about the premise and i was like oh it sounds like something i will watch but i'm not like clamoring but then people i trust were saying like damn this is a good movie and i was like well of course it is it's a limited release and i'm not gonna get to see it (laughs) and then emma was like oh my god it's playing locally go see it and funds have been tight in the genre junkies network (laughs) but a little tight and i was like emma is over the moon about this movie we've got to go see it Mm -hmm. we did not regret our choice i'm so glad i'm so so glad because there was part of me after we saw it and i immediately texted my spooky girls and i was like y'all go see the lodge immediately yeah like it's at the roxy this week go see it and i but there was part of me that was like what if i'm overhyping this what if it's just because i'm riding high on this good movie high Did like you? you know and i was like what if they end up hating it <laughs> oh no <laughs> so when you went to go see it and then you texted me afterward and you were like holy shit like, like no okay justified <laughs> not a drill scott do you want to get in on this discussion yeah, 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 jump yeah. in on this. Okay, okay Scott, Scott's gonna Scott jump from in. Genre Junkies is joining us. In. Hello, everyone. Hello, Hi. hello. So he's going to have an interesting take, which actually could be similar to your take. I'm excited. Because you both, um, well, you are still a person of faith, but you both grew up religious. Mm-hmm. But um, And I did not, and I'm not, not a Christian. I'm excited to hear your take. So, okay, it's a secret cult movie. Secret cult movie. Secret cult movie. We love cult movies. Holy shit. Kind of a thing. That was, okay, so first thing that hooked me. I feel really weird saying this. I was about to just say mom suicide, but mom, (laughs) mom shooting herself out of fucking nowhere. Okay. And it's Alicia Silverstone. It's Alicia Silverstone. It's our clueless girl. It's Cher Horowitz. I was like, excuse me? Is this? I literally got on IMDb during this movie and I was like, is that what? It's who I think it is. It's my girl. Is okay. this street legal? It's sure. Okay. Is this, is this allowed? That was incredibly abrupt and loud. So loud. Oh. And thinking about, Sandra and I talked about this, thinking about it now um, totally makes sense. You could see it coming. Like her straightening things up, cleaning things, 
taking off her necklace, organizing things, and then taking the gun out of her purse and shooting herself. Like everything lined up perfectly, but it, you did not see it coming. No, <laughs> no, it was filmed in such a way that it just, you, it, there was no way to really see it. No. It, it well, makes logical sense for the story, but it, yeah. it, it, it was filmed in a beautiful way where you just, where did, you not, just did not, did see not see it. And especially you, it's, you don't normally see that kind of scene happen that abruptly. Mm-hmm. You, you normally see like a, like a setup. Someone, you see the gun, you know, exactly. And you see, uh, um, a, a suicide note or you see things yeah. building up to it this music? just came music yeah something the this was painting. silent and she's basically just doing a bunch of stage business and then just all of a sudden just bam takes takes a gulp of wine and then just gun out of purse boom well, done and as i told emma too because we were texting about it that i was like you don't expect this suburbanite woman to have a gun in, in her, her fancy purse, handbag fancy ass tote yeah. And oh my gosh, it is like I, my hands immediately went to my mouth and I gasped. And I was like, I stayed that way for like, I feel like two minutes. I don't think it was that long. Same. Jonathan and I too, we looked at each other and we were like, holy shit. Holy what shit. Just happened? It and was. There's something that makes it worse in my mind because for some reason, where my mind went is who discovered the body? Oh, yeah, same. same. Because Those I don't think children. she would have let her children be the ones to discover it. So I'm like, was the housekeeper planning on coming by? Like, what happened? Because she had this intense conversation with her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. And you can tell she's not okay. But you're not thinking she's going to blow her fucking head off. And then... A little bit later, the other thing that reeled me in, you realize kind of why she got so upset because she's talked to her kids about how their dad is in a relationship with a crazy person. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy person, you know, like person who was in a cult. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Crazy person in quotes. We're with you Mm -hmm. because, yeah, no, that's it. Exactly. Is she's poisoned them. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the thing is, is that nobody in this movie is innocent. And when you sit back and think about it, you see that because the closest is Grace. But even then, Grace lied. Poor Grace. Because she did not tell her boyfriend she hid those pills. Yeah, she She, she did not know. And obviously, her recovery is not as far along as she was making it seem. Mm -hmm. So, like, she's not totally... I mean, obviously, I'm a Grace apologist and I love her. but I adore Grace. I think she was given a raw deal. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's kind of like when you really sit back and look at it, you're like, okay, nobody in this movie is innocent. The dad's a fucking idiot. Dummy. Real, real, real piece of shit. Who leaves (laughs) them like that? Yeah. And also, who... Six months after your ex-wife shoots herself, and we don't know, maybe the kids are the one who found her. We don't know. We don't I don't know. think she's that kind of mom, but who knows? Maybe they did. Either way, they know. they they're Those kids are going through some emotional turmoil, yeah. and he's still like, I'm going to marry this woman. Well, and well that- I, Okay, I will say in his defense, in the one situation is he was already with her before the mother True. killed okay. her. Okay. It's I not like he started dating things. her yeah. a day after the, the, the wife died. However... He still could have t- spaced it out yeah, a little. What there is no defense time. for yeah. is writing a book about a cult, interviewing somebody, and basically manipulating her into falling in love with him yes. that is a completely inappropriate relationship that, yeah. <laughs> yes and it's it's so smart because it doesn't need to be said all of this stuff is like these filmmakers trust us to to get They're it. like you're smart people you get it yeah. you get what's going on here you get you that us. that's weird and how like i mean you know probably hus- husband and alicia wife we're probably not on a break or anything he was probably just you know kind of fell in love having an in the office affair essentially yeah like i mean i i didn't get that impression because the way he breaks the news to her that i need you to sign those papers i am getting married to this person is clearly like this wasn't an overnight decision Mm -hmm. he kind of fucked his wife over yeah their divorce is probably based on this relationship that he developed with this woman yeah and the thing that's oh god that's even worse about that my heart (laughs) this is the part where it's like okay fine he was already in love with her that it's been done it's happening you don't need to take her and the children Mm -hmm. to your wife's family 
lodge pictures of her and you still around and her stuff her hat on the hat rack her shit is there her shit is there and be like okay everybody let's have a fucking family christmas and also i'm just gonna go back to work for like a week um you guys you know get to know each other have fun there's no satellite phone and they don't have a goddamn car who does that and then it's half-assed manipulative well mm, i think i should stay i mean work is really busy but you know i things are kind of weird no no no, it's okay honey go ahead and go that weird pressure on her like we're really busy right because she's i mean she's obviously still assimilating to life outside of a death cult yeah i mean she was 12 and now she's in her early 20s yeah early er, oh yikes <laughs> yeah she doesn't look <laughs> she's not old she's maybe she might be mid-20s i'd say maybe like at least my age maybe like 27 28 yeah yeah I, well i mean and do you, do you ever get over <laughs> do you ever get over that cult? either way she's done a shit ton of work and i'm proud of grace yes. i'm proud of her too i'm proud of her for putting for for thinking not just thinking she she pushed herself she was like i am strong enough to handle this i i'm a grace apologist yeah. i am but i just like to look at when i sat back and looked at like there's no one as i said quote unquote innocent in this film right and and i like that i like in books too when characters have layers and they're flawed and i I love that stuff so one thing i love is taboo stuff in horror movies Mm -hmm. because i'm not gonna say the children got what they deserve fuck those kids but I, (laughs) i will say you reap what you sow karma bitch oh my god yeah and amazing actors those children incredible holy shit i've never been so pissed off at a young boy before oh my god this child and at first i loved him because i was like oh it's my it's my sweet baby um yoda No, it's um, who was he in it? I'm sorry, Bill. It's my that's what literally I said. I was like, it's my sweet baby Bill. Oh my god, Bill! I was like so excited. Yeah, and then he's just this little fucking asshole. Just a complete manipulative monster. Manipulative monster. You know what? Asshole. It's like I was so upset. It's not. Yes, it's a stretch, but at the same time, it's not. Because look at the way these kids <laughs> these days, well, they've always done it. Look at the way kids have a tendency to kill each other and bully each other Whoa. to the point of suicide Ooh. and, you know, do weird shit to each other. It's like, n- no, kids can do some fucked up shit. Kids are assholes because kids yeah. haven't lived enough life to know that what it feels like to get hurt. And their brains are literally like not formed enough to like make good to choices. understand empathy and and good choices. Understand yeah. that other people are other people and have you know kind of their own lives and existence. The mm-hmm. world doesn't literally revolve around them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Scott, can you tell the story of when I had to lean over to you during this V? There was two points that really affected me. Um, okay, it was when the little girl Mia. It was Mia. Yeah. When she's crying okay. about yes. mommy not going to heaven. So, oh yikes! Let me, that's a that's a big religious thing. Yeah, for sure. Let me let me talk about the beginning of the movie in particular because mm-hmm. I am I. <laughs> there are some movies that I don't really you know do very well with, but I'm not this kind of a person. I was genuinely playing with the idea of walking out of the movie around that point. No way. Yeah. It was a lot for him. It was a lot for me, first of all, because of just the 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 tragedy and the the religious themes and remind me, were you raised Catholic? I was. Okay. Yes. So that this resonated with you a lot. Very much yeah. so. And there is also a, a bit of a of a bitterness in it, especially coming from hereditary mm-hmm. and midsummer. And it's like there's a there's a certain part of me that was like, okay, is this the new horror thing where there's just like this horrible just tragedy and and seeing the pain that it causes everybody who's left alive mm-hmm. is this the new thing in horror because True. i don't know i'm okay i don't know if i'm okay with it like it's effective and hereditary but it's kind of one of the things that that bothered me about it it's incredibly affected in midsummer and i so think it's important and brilliant and important important mm-hmm. to both all three of these movies very well, important very yes important. and i was like i don't see how this movie can justify this emotion that it's that it's putting out it was hard for me like i was crying i could i couldn't breathe like it was real rough and about the point when i realized i think these kids might be 
might be setting this whole thing up. Well, before that, when Mia was crying, that's when I leaned over to you and said, honey, it's just a movie. Yeah. Because it is It is like, even though you can relate and have empathy and things like this happen to people, it's like, these are actors. It's all pretend. Mm-hmm. Let's And as you said, you're not the type of person to walk out on a movie, nor am I. No. Because it's like, let the storyteller tell the story. Mm-hmm. And, and and to be fair, it, like I, there was that bitterness there. It wasn't out of anger. It was just, I don't, I didn't okay. want to feel that way. Yeah. You were uncomfortable. I, I was uncomfortable and I, I just was not prepared to, to feel that, that pain because it, I, it really was very painful. It was very painful. Mm-hmm. But I will say that the film justified it. It absolutely yes, did. Yeah. I agree. The, yeah. the decisions that the children made in particular mm-hmm. were shaped by that event and by those feelings. Mm-hmm. And it was important for that to happen and for those scenes to occur yeah. to see, one, their bond together yeah. and the pain that drove them to make these decisions mm-hmm. and to get their revenge in a way. Mm-hmm. And yeah, their twisted revenge. I mean, the fact that they blame Grace for their mother's suicide. And it's like, that's not, that's such a child's view of how suicide works, that there's a person you blame. Yeah, And it's like, it's, it's so much more, fault. Yeah. someone has to be responsible. And um, dare I say, you know, God knows I, we all do. But I love to get very editorial and very like educated, mm-hmm. you know, like put on my thinking cap. It's also a very Judeo-Christian view. Mm-hmm. Old Testament wrath style God is the piper has to be paid. Mm-hmm. Somebody's fault, this sin, and you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And the ends justifies the means yeah. because you have to be punished for what you've done. And it mirrors grace and her relationship as well. Mm-hmm. That And her penance which is hella a catholic thing mm-hmm. oh yeah the other part you wanted to walk out catholic guilt is real what, what's Catholic guilt part? is so real what was the <laughs> other oh part my you wanted gosh to walk out? well the part that i wanted to walk out was was af- was during and after all of that pain all of that crying and the symbolism was very strong and hit me very hard in hindsight the doll with the balloon is hysterical <laughs> oh my god so funny <laughs> but in the moment in the moment, the symbolism was very strong and hit me. Real. Like before, and that was before she was crying and saying, Mommy can't get into heaven. Yeah. It's like t- the scene right before. But like, I got that symbolism right there because understood I, I, I understood it immediately. It's like she, she's trying to send her mother up to heaven oh. because that was her oh. mother's doll. Oh my God. How did that not hit me? I love how you just like literally like started to unbutton your sweatshirt as if to expose your heart. Oh my <laughs> like, god, I'm like hyper loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yikes. Which was why the doll was so important to her because that was her mom. That was her mom. That Stacked and she's trying to send her mom up to heaven and her mom <gasps> and she couldn't send her. Oh my god. Yes. What? I'm realizing so many things right now. And so <gasps> and so I love this. I and love there's so many you guys. themes that that sets up like Okay, I did. I did kind of think. Okay, I think they might be gaslighting her, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there was real possibility. There was a real setup that this was their mother in purgatory. That's kind of what Sandra and I were talking about when you came in. I was like, there were so many possibilities in this movie. They Red set it up things. where you. Mm-hmm, they set it up in a way where it could have been anything like yeah. could have been is it like is this ghost mom is this the kids being setting this up and gaslighting her and being assholes are they actually dead and in purgatory um it, just so many things where i was like how is this gonna end yeah <laughs> and i that's that's the biggest reason i loved it is you really had no idea yeah. up until the kids were like fuck <laughs> like oh, oh. no <laughs> well and it's it's oh. the biggest example of show don't tell mm-hmm. yeah. because you know, you have to set up the idea of purgatory mm-hmm. somehow for the people who don't really understand it. You have to set up the belief structure that that this movie is is running under. Mm-hmm. And instead of having a scene where a priest is talking about, oh, well, you know, she's not going to go to heaven and this is how these things work and purgatory is the world between. It it shows you with from those, child. W- from, from a child's eyes and it shows you in a way that makes you feel and makes you care. Mm. And, and that's why it pays off. Yeah. 
there was something about that scene too when the dad you know he he starts to try to comfort Mia no one knows I mean you know clearly he's atheist or agnostic or something but he gives up so easily very quickly yeah and I mean I have an older sister I'm really close to you have an older sister mm-hmm. and like when your sibling comes in there and like and just connects with you in that way oh yeah. it's it just bees with you and it's like that's what they're dad should have been doing but he's always running isn't he yeah he's, he's always, always he's, going he's a working man he's got places to go people to see and let's yeah. okay i'm kind of jumping around a little bit but that's kind of the fun way to do this mm-hmm. what did you think about the sequence where grace saw the oddly stacked house and her father in it i am still churning that scene over because this whole movie, i don't fully understand what was happening there no this whole movie is when you're gonna think about so many times and you're gonna watch it and just like ari aster's films you're gonna get something out of it every time yeah. god we're so obsessed with ari aster uh, i can't wait to <laughs> watch midsummer again honestly and, i just saw jordan, it on amazon prime and i'm like <laughs> i'm gonna watch it again and, and jordan peele the same thing you yeah. can watch their movies over and over again and pick up more symbolism but um i i don't know if that was like just a symbolism of that she's losing it you know that she was out there having frostbite that she needs her medicines i don't know if there was something more to that the house was so weird looking very strange i i I have to think that there was a symbolism in there that i'm not picking up but it was well it was shaped like a cross that's what I that's what I was sure. leaning towards. I was like, yeah. is it a cross? Is it just supposed to be like maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. And as um, my <laughs> my fellow true crime enthusiast on this slumber party and my fellow cult enthusiast, though Scott is into cults as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I enjoy cult stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and on this podcast, your love of <laughs> your love in quotes, your love of Jonestown is well documented. Oh god, I love Jonestown. <laughs> okay, I hate it. I hate saying that. Yeah. I'm very interested in Jonestown. Right. Fascinated I, by yes. Jonestown. <laughs> it feels very strange to say, be like, oh God, I love Jonestown. <laughs> and this was Marshall Applewhite meets, mm-hmm. Jonestown. meets Jonestown. Very similar. Um, mm-hmm. and I love that we thought the same thing. I love you. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, I had, the purple sheets. <laughs> oh my God. I was joking to Scott that the, what if the whole time Grace's Christmas gifts to them was the little purple sheet <laughs> and a string of duct tape with sin on it. And it was like, oh my god, that's the real twist. That's the twist. It's actually your Christmas gift. Yeah, they never showed what was in the gifts. No. Um, how okay, so even though we all had suspicions about the kids, how wrenching was that when you see they hid all that shit? I was so mad. Seriously, when they when they realized they'd fucked up, and first when you see the harness from what Bill no, what's his name? <laughs> uh <laughs> Whatever the whatever his name is in this movie, Bill. I'm just gonna call him Bill. Bill. When from when Bill was hanging, and you see Jonathan noticed right away that it was fake because yeah. he saw two ropes. On and the I was like, mm-hmm. is that because we've got a kid actor and like it was like really secure and we're just not supposed to look at it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or was it because because yeah. it was fake? A little yeah. bit of both. So Jonathan noticed yeah. right away. I was like, oh my god, they're in Purgatory. Like I was like, this is real. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the harness and it's like oh shit these kids are assholes i was so mad i was livid especially at the end of the movie i was on a rant for like a solid hour i was so mad because i was like they're gonna die and no one's gonna everyone's gonna think it was grace everyone's gonna think grace went crazy and these kids these poor kids fell victim to it and i'm like nope it was their fault these motherfuckers it was their fault but at the end of the day she did go crazy. She did kill everyone. It was their fault that she went crazy, though. Yeah. She didn't have to go there. They took her pills, and they Ugh. made her think that she was in purgatory, and she had to repent for her sins. And I fucked like fuck them for that. Oh my god, I so hate those kids. I'm on um, I'm a terrible person. Oh my god, I I am on and have been on for many moons an antidepressant that I have to take every day, and I have to take blood pressure pills every day, and there's like other stuff that I have to take every day. But those are like the two. Bi- oh, and I have to take a hormone every day for my hormone thing. And the idea of some kids not understanding what they're doing and hiding my medication, like the idea of that just makes like just send a chill down my spine because it's like and I can understand her furiousness with them that it's like you don't fucking understand. I need that. And she had a bag of pills. So who knows what other stuff she had? Yep. 
she knew what would happen to her if she didn't get her medicine. Yeah. She knew. She's like, y'all gonna die. <laughs> yeah. And the lengths of like the food, everything, the fact that they were talking to their dad on the phone, everything yeah. is, it's like, I felt personally betrayed. Yeah. I felt personally victimized by Regina George. <laughs> like, with those Raise kids. your hand. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was like, oh my God. I, I felt like, how could you kids do this to us? Like, could I you? had I had such compassion and such love for you children. This entire movie, because you've just been handed shit. And yeah. I feel terrible for you. And this is what you've turned it into. You little assholes. And there was something about that's, well, we're jumping around, so we don't have to end with this. But when they're eating at the dinner table, their final fucking meal. Um, so there's a part of my dark gallows humor. Something about that twisted tableau of dad with his head blown off. Yeah. And we're all just sitting around the dinner table. And it's like, oh, my. It made me... Um, <laughs> darkly laugh because it was like in my mind it was like we've come to this <laughs> like i mean shit and the soup just look like blood mm -hmm. just looks like everybody's got their little bowl of sacramental cold because they don't have power no they've got a cold revenge best served cold so is your blood soup Oof. and you know I mean, you know from when you hear the car get stuck, how fucked over. Oh, are. that the cinematography of that scene yeah. was brilliant. Mm -hmm. That just slow, suspenseful pan as she's walking out of the house and the car is off screen. And it just slowly follows you, her yeah. as you hear the car and you mm -hmm. hear them screaming. And you see the car at the last second. You yes. see the kids in the car and brilliant. they're like, shit, 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 like they're freaking out. And then and then. I, I can't think of a scene that I've watched. I can't think of a scene like that. That's made before. you more unsettled. Just, that's just, well, that, that's been filmed quite like that because mm -hmm. it's so powerful. powerful. Well, and it, there's something about, I mean, the gun is universally scary to kids or adults, but um, the fact that like we as grownups and Grace as grownups, we all know what a stuck car sounds like. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, you guys, you're so screwed. Like they're trying to get out. It's like, you're not going to get out. Yeah. You're not going to get out. Oh, my God. The scene right before that, when Grace is trying to convince the dad that, like, no, I'm already dead. This is purgatory. And when she goes to shoot herself <gasps> and the gun yeah. and there's and it's a blank. And I'm just like, of course, of course it would be. Of course. Like, you, oh, my God. I was so upset. Did anybody else? OK. At that moment, I thought Grace is fucking with them. She's like punking them back. That's what I thought. And then I didn't. I, th I fully believe that these kids had 100% convinced Oh, her. see, that was the only point right there where I was like, oh, Grace is in on it. Grace is punking them. Grace is like, fuck y'all, I'm going to kill you all. But no, she was basically just playing Russian roulette. <laughs> I I did not think that. I kind of wish that I thought at that point Same. it would have made it. That, yeah. I mean, th this movie is so good about creating so many possibilities. And it's like, th it could have gone in just about any direction, and it wouldn't have surprised you. Mm -hmm. But it, it but it was done so masterfully that it didn't matter. And that was kind of the uh, point. Did anyone else feel Ghost Mom before things started getting more real? Absolutely was, okay, I was hoping yeah. for mm -hmm. Ghost Mom. I was Mom hoping for Ghost Mom. Because Ghost Mom would be the best outcome <laughs> yes. in this fucked up situation. <laughs> we want it to be paranormal. Yeah. Well, I, I was lo I was looking for there to be a double twist. I was looking for there to be some this sort of Night Shyamalan. Style. Well, I know. <laughs> I, I, I was looking for reasons like, okay, is there a possibility that some of these things weren't caused by the kids, and some of them were, and maybe this is like a situation where the kids are creating everything, but there's also something supernatural mm -hmm. going on. Oh, because I also thought it could be her dad. Like it could oh. be ghost, ghost, ghost dad. dad coming back. Ghost however, dad many part years two, later. Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh my God, what the fuck? <laughs> no thanks. So I'm that's good. even scarier than all of that's this. That's the shit. most horrific one. Yeah. Oh no. But I, I did think it could be him being like, "Hey, remember I told you you got to spread the gospel. Now's your fucking chance. This is why we let you live. You have to keep. You have to keep spreading the message." Yep. And which maybe that's what that house was. Maybe that's oh. what that house and and him in that house. The reminder for was her. is kind of a little bit of a either supernatural or spiritually living inside of her head. Um, you know, living on in her memories, mm, telling like her, "Hey, I'm still in here, and you're going to go back." And do you think that the symbolism 
maybe it goes with that of her not being able to get in. <gasps> oh. Being like, you can't come in he until you go back. She can't come into the kingdom the of heaven until she finishes the job. Chills! Oh, shit! <laughs> oh my God, I'm goosebumps. Goosebumps! Wow. Cracked that code. Yeah. Cracked it. That's it. it That's well, it. <laughs> It's just like the escape room But also room that all sucks that the kingdom Everybody. of heaven is that janky ass shack. That sucks. <laughs> Colts, man. Colts, man. Colts, though. Oh, there's just so many ways that movie could go. And it was so smart. Yeah. I would have been really happy with a lot of different ways. Yeah. But I'm ultimately very satisfied. Um, Scott and I have talked about, and I think now we have to invite Emma. We need to do a little mini photo shoot when we're all feeling cute with a little sin tape. <gasps> yes. Maybe for this episode. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Because we need to do that because it's really effective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the imagery. <laughs> the imagery. Oh, of so that. many. I- Oh, that was another one is that there's a great overhead pan down of dad's blood smear and drag. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. I, there's so many great shots. Oh, my God. And like when um with the ice, the breaking in the ice and oh, race yeah. goes down. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Gorgeous. gosh. That was so scary. Um, Also... Not not necessarily like fan, you know, like crazy good cinematography or whatever. But I loved the shot of them figuring out that like the sound was coming from the the weird um, plant room, and they go in and she closes the window and she sees all of the um, all of the snow the angels. snow angels in oh. the snow. That's when I was like fucking ghost mom (laughs) i thought that was a really cool shot too because she closed the window and then it like went into focus and you see all of the snow angels and i was like and do you think the snow angels were real do you think the kids created those or do you think that those were in her head oh you think at that point it might have already been the because she saw because she saw the home video with the snow angels so it might have been in her head or (laughs) scott said the most passive aggressive fucking christmas gift And it gives a whole new just maliciousness to Mia showing her that. Yeah, too. seriously. Yeah, that's when I started being like, these kids are assholes. These are assholes. Yeah. And um, the the painting. Oh my god. Okay, I swear that there was a, there was a part early on when she's looking at that painting that it blinked. I swear. Oh, and now I, I gotta go see it. Again. And I Keep looked an over at Sandra's like, did it just blink? And she didn't see it. And maybe it was just me, but I swear there was one moment when Catholic she's staring at where, where, where she blinked. There's something about, especially religious, but a painting in oil that does kind of fuck with you That's where you, you swear you swear it moved. Yep. And I, I, it just is, if nothing else, it's very effective storytelling that you're already so caught up in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like funny. Take oh, it I down, put it up. Thinking about that. Oh my god. Take take the painting down. Put the painting up. Put the crucifix down. Oh, put it back up. I've always wanted a cabin in the woods, in the middle of nowhere, on a lake in particular. Yeah. I don't want that lodge. I don't want that no. cabin. It's weird, right? It was funky. The layout of that. It had. Lodge it had a feel very, to it. Did you guys see the movie different. poster? No. It's. It's really effective. Um, I, I will say I do love a lodge that's all like wood paneling and stuff like that. That's like that kind of cozy cabin yeah. feel. This movie kind of ruined that for me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, a little bit. Not like ruined it, you know, but I feel like anytime I'm in a in a cabin-ish area where it's like everything's wood paneling, I'm, I'm going to freak out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm going to be like, oh, shit. Ghost mom. No. Ghost <laughs> mom. But doesn't it feel like it was smaller on the inside than it looked yes. on the outside? Yeah. I mean, it re- like the, the rooms were tiny. The living room was tiny. The Everything kitchen was, was weird. Out- the whole house. It had that weird, outside. like, like, like greeting room on the left. Like the. That's a mud room. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. How did I not see this poster? I want this. Yeah, I want to know. I want how- this framed beautiful i, I want to know how i didn't even hear about this movie Same, because again, said, okay, we all going. thought it was a throwaway really we were like eh, yeah because i read the description and i was like eh, sounds kind of boring it's, it'll be a fun ghost movie yeah it'll be a fun not little a ghost, ghost movie. movie not a ghost movie no. and just not fun <laughs> <laughs> very fun but only after when you're talking yes. about it during I'm, not fun it's not no. fun during no. not fun and I mean, again, like it'll be hard, but in my opinion, totally rewatchable because I want to just keep getting more out of it. I need to get it. more from it, yeah. And that was the first thing I told Scott too is I really love this and I got a lot right off the bat, but it's going to come to me over time. It's going to stick with me for a long time. I haven't stopped thinking about this movie. Right. I haven't stopped telling people about it. Like anybody yes. I know who I think will appreciate it, I'm like, go see this movie. 
You need to see it. What are you doing with your life? What the fuck are you doing with your life? Fuck are you doing with your life? (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad that you guys loved it. And and Jonathan, you said for him this was worse than Midsommar. He said it. He said it was worse than than Midsommar. Honestly, watching this movie was the same feeling I got after watching Hereditary. That's how I was like, I'm pretty sure that this is a damn good movie, and I need to tell them, tell tell my friends about it. <laughs> yeah, because I was telling Sandra before you came in, I was scared. Uh, initially, I was kind of scared to tell you guys to go see it because I was like, what if I'm hyping it up too much? What if they don't actually like it? I'll like, I'm gonna feel bad. But I was like, I feel the same way I did after I watched Hereditary. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna tell them. And I'm so glad I did because holy shit, it, is it not one of the best horror movies you've ever seen? It's brilliant. It, it, it's it up definitely there. is. It is. Yep. Um, one other quick note uh, that I kind of mentioned earlier about taboo, and I love taboo stuff in horror movies. And part of that is tough things happening to children and children dying. And it's like, God, it has to be done so masterfully yeah. because, like, um, I liken it to in you seen a quiet place, yeah. Everybody's seen A Quiet Place. We all love A Quiet Place, right? We love it. I'm very excited for the second one. At the beginning when the little boy dies. Mm. And you're like, uh, okay, I guess I that's where this is going. It's a PG-13 movie. And that's how it starts. Like, yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. And like, and that was hard. And just watching the kids go through stuff is hard. And I told Scott, this movie kind of fucked with me in a way because I am actually sensitive to bad stuff happening to kids. I'm not super sensitive to it. I mean, obviously, I still love horror movies where it happens. Yeah. But I'm a little bit sensitive to it. Like um, in The Babadook. Mm, I'm Babashook. I love The Babadook. I also love The Babadook. We all love The Babadook. And there was, even though I know that the way they filmed that little that little boy was never actually being yelled at. He was never in peril. I felt so much compassion for him. Same. It made it hard to watch. But also so like primarily annoyed by him. <laughs> yes, because you relate to her. You relate to her. Just wanting and a goddamn break. That movie does an incredible job of like what true single parenthood probably is like. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what single parenthood is like, but obviously. Like, but I feel loving like that. your kid, but like I need a goddamn break. Yeah. And she was going through so much else too. So much. And the filmmakers in the lodge they do something to you where you felt that way again the whole movie and then you're like you have this perverse feeling of why do i feel that this is justified what's happening to these children why do i feel that way i don't want to feel that way about kids yeah and it's like in my heart of hearts obviously i don't but the filmmakers lead you down this path where you're like again yeah it makes kids, sense <laughs> you, yeah you reaped what you sowed, kids yep mm-hmm. i'm down this is the real world children <laughs> i'm very appreciative though at the end it just pans to the revolver oh yes like yeah. you know you know what's going to happen you know what that means that it's symbolism just like everything else you don't need to see it that that's everything that you need in some respects it makes it kind of worse it is worse yeah yeah to just imagining it's not gratuitous but it's worse Mm -hmm. another thing i noticed about the revolver that jonathan and i talked about because i was talking about how upset i was that these kids are gonna die and it's everything's gonna be pinned on grace everything's gonna be like grace went crazy because i never even thought of that and i was so mad i was so upset and Jonathan was like, well, she's probably going to kill herself, too. And I was like, there were only two bullets in that <gasps> gun. Did you notice that? There were only two. Oh. She was You're right. Kill. They show the chamber. They show the chamber, and there's only two bullets. There might have been a third already in it. I don't know. But what I saw was two bullets. And I was like, she's going to kill them. And then Holy she's going to be left there thinking that, like, this is my penance or whatever, waiting to be taken into heaven or whatever. So. And then cops are finally going to show up. Everything's going to get pinned on her. So there's two ways that could go. I'm just because that's a great observation of it because I did not even go there thinking that far ahead. But okay, I see this two ways this could play out. One is that look shook. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> this One, filmmaker is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they they are brilliant. Um, that either Grace knows that and she's like, well, I will starve myself out, yeah. which is equally horrifying, but in line with her self-flagellation. Yeah punishments or she wants to be taken quote unquote alive i mean she thinks she's dead so it's a little hard because she wants to keep preaching the gospel she's got to be like the ultimate survivor that's telling everybody she also believes that she's already dead right so it's kind of like 
I guess she, I don't know where she could just like part of that ultimate passing the message is that she never gets to move on in her mind or just that she's going to, she's going to stay in this place and she's going to, she's going to keep, um, you know, self-harming and thinking that that's, that's what she has to do to be able to get into heaven. Uh, she may, I mean, to make it maybe a little bit brighter in a weird sort of way, <laughs> maybe she thinks that all she needs to do is to send them mm. and, and then that she'll should, go right and up. And then she can go back to the the building that is the entrance to the kingdom of heaven. Oof. Which is just the middle of fucking nowhere in Canada. Who knows if it was even real. In her head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in Canada of her mind. <laughs> Oh, that is a really... Isn't that so unsettling? But you know what? I like that you went there, Emma, with like wanting that ultimate justification, justice for Grace. For Grace, yeah. yeah. That's why I was so pissed at the end of it. I was livid. All over the papers, murder, suicide, Mm -hmm. ex-cult member. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's It's all going to get pinned on her and it was going to... It's their fault. It's these little asshole kids' fault just because they were upset I mean, with every reason that they should have been, their mother died by suicide and their dad was marrying another woman. Of course, they're upset. But like, it was just so elaborate and so like asshole-ish that I was just kind of like, it's not fair that this is all going to get pinned on Grace. It's yeah. not fair. Because you said that everyone in this is, is no one in this is innocent. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't I don't know if I agree with that. When well, it comes I, to I Grace. said that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that when it comes to Grace, because yes, she's hiding the fact that she's taking medication from him, but uh, she, I, you would imagine, is afraid of showing weakness mm. and is oh, afraid yeah. of showing her fallibility Cheeks to this man who has, you know, kind of manipulated her True. into this relationship. Who's there's a little bit of a she has a coming from a cult. She likely has a um, a complex about following people, about mm. being about serving people in a in a respect, and showing that weakness, showing that that she has to take medicine to him would be would be a sign of weakness and would would be a failure, a sign of right. failure. And she's trying to assimilate back yeah. into society and, and she, be an adult. And she's kind and she's helpful and she's she tries very she's hard, trying so hard, and she doesn't. I mean, she doesn't even like like she like when when she finds out that he was spying on her in the bathroom, she tries to come and talk to him like person like, to person, yeah. like adult like, to let's adult. Talk like, about this. like, come on, what's going on here? Like, and yeah, she loses her temper, but like she's human. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. I would so, lose no, she my didn't temper. Deserve if any some of this. Teenage creep was looking at me in the bathroom. Well, right, and then it's it's the whole thing too of like you know it's hard to watch her lose her cool as much as she does at the kids, mm-hmm. but when you especially know like they were blatantly boldly lying to her face. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's like, you guys are mean. Yeah. You little bastards. And then I go back and forth thinking like, this is what they were dealt. Of course they're this angry. Of course they're they're wanting to be this manipulative because yeah. they're like, I don't have my mom anymore. My and parents are not together anymore. And yeah. I don't, and you, you, in the, what I understand, it's your fault. That's right. yeah it's so fucked up the layers upon layers of it and more stuff that i'm thinking about too that i can't even quite verbalize yet is that the mom was so religious Mm -hmm. their birth mom alicia (laughs) (laughs) and that she obviously i don't i don't know another way to say this she's obviously pushing them influencing them into her religious beliefs and so they have that knowledge. Dad's not into it. And, and just that symbolism of the the mom being so religious mm. and how that all plays in. I'm still working all this out in my mind because it's not an accident that they made that character religious. Mm-hmm. I also don't think that it's an accident that she ends up not having a Catholic funeral. That 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 funeral was not a Catholic funeral. Um, because she wouldn't be allowed a Catholic. Funeral. Right. And he says like, let's <gasps> just she killed her. herself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I, because at first, at first when I saw that she was having a funeral, I'm like, oh, well that's not exactly, you know, realistic. And then I realized, oh, this isn't, this is not a, a, a Catholic church. This is not a, a Catholic priest. But you assume she's Catholic. This is not my beautiful. I'm pretty sure she was Catholic. Well, we <laughs> this is not my beautiful this is not wife. a catholic church this is not a catholic funeral <laughs> but, 
That could just be my bias. That might but just you know be my what? bias. That's because... what I'm wondering, Scott, if that is your bias, because if, okay, in my mind, I think the obvious choice would be she always wears a rosary and leaves a rosary to her son to wear. Yes. To my, I, I don't know of, a rosary is a very traditional and very Catholic thing, mm-hmm. which is kind of part of it for me. I like that you filled in the gaps that you automatically were like, it's Catholicism. When we don't know that, and other sects of Christianity, I have no doubt, are not a big fans of killing yourself. Yeah, my, I, we're not Catholic, and my my grandmother, my grandparents, and I know my great-grandmother, full, grand, great-grandmother fully believed that if you, if you killed yourself, you would not go to heaven, or you would not be able to... Um, you know when they believe that when jesus comes back or my grandma doesn't ever want doesn't want to be cremated because she thinks when jesus comes back and yes. he pulls our bodies out of the ground and we become f- fully human again and, and ascend to heaven if you're cremated that can't happen is she catholic <laughs> no she's christian <laughs> she's just interesting she's just very that, 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 is, that is a that is a catholic belief it's like well. hella catholic viewpoint yeah but um I just, yeah, I love that we don't actually know mom's denomination, but I love that you went to Catholicism. Yeah. And and yet there's the aspects of grace with the, I was calling it self-flagellation, but you're right, call it what it is, it's fucking self-harm. Mm-hmm. That's very Catholic associated, because um, there was priests that did that a, a lot, probably still do. Yeah, it's mea culpa. It's yeah. it's very. But she's obviously not Catholic. She's um, Daddy's Death Cult is their religion. Yeah, I they didn't even really go much into what that cult was, but it was very relig- very like Catholic Christian. Uh, I'll say it tendencies yeah. again. <laughs> but, but it's like, but it's all of that wonderful stuff that it's like we don't know because they don't put like a finger on it. But you, you get the gist. Yeah, but you fill it in with maybe your kind of experience. Yeah, and then everybody's got sneakers. All the sneakers. You get a sneaker and you get a little shade for your face, oh. little silky pillowcase. It's the away team. <laughs> <laughs> And they are going away. They went away. Who oh, knows where? This movie is so dark and so fucked up. So it's- dark. Could you imagine some average moviegoer that just wandered into this thinking was it was like, a oh, mystery a thriller? Oh, yes, it's a ghost movie. <laughs> oh, I bet so many people walked out of it. So upset. I mean, really, if, if if I was playing with the idea of walking out, there's a lot of people who walked yeah, out of that you movie. were yeah. thinking about walking out, so many people did. And I, I never would have, but I was literally thinking, okay, I'll ju- if I, I'll just go to the car, Sandra can finish it. Oh. It's like, I was like, well, no, Sandra will not stay if I leave. Like, I'll just stay. It was that kind of, it was that kind of a conversation I was having. Is your with upgr- upbringing with Catholicism like pretty sensitive? Like, is it something that? you because i feel like we have never talked about this before well i'm not on your show <laughs> fair enough wow just because you're, you're we're friends super- most oh. of our conversations are one-sided it's you talking at me and cut me cutting you out <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck wow wow, wow grace enough. tell us how you really feel fair enough. Um, um no i'm not particularly sensitive to it mm-hmm. uh i mean it's a I guess by nature, it's a sensitive topic. Well, there's stuff there, of oh, course. That's yeah, same. That's stuff. why I have two therapists. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, well, you're pretty open about uh, Reddit MMA, <laughs> AMA, AMA. Yeah. yeah. Ask cool. me anything. Cool, 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 cool. We should we should talk about our religious upbringing sometime. We should. I'm down. Fascinating shit, y'all. I'm I'm drudging through a bunch of shit right now currently in my life so it's I very just, fun i have this visual of you like in a canoe that's like stuck in mud and yeah. you're like got your oar and you're me. like sexual oppression is written in the mud <laughs> that is. well i'm a boy so i didn't um i didn't have that yeah you're allowed yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's true it's 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 rude but it's, it's true it's so fucked catholics up. are a don't ask don't tell policy too. yeah you just you just you get to go to confession right correct so you yes. can you can jack off as much as you want and then you just go to confession that is correct with christianity and we just can't touch ourselves at all don't touch <laughs> or yourself. other people don't touch yourselves don't do it is there no is there no like confession or act of contrition in really 
I mean, you can ask God for forgiveness yourself. There's no like middleman. Um, then how are you given for? How are you forgiven? By God, just by me. by asking yeah. for forgiveness. asking for forgiveness. Yeah, through your yeah. So if if you're truly truly sorry, truly asking for forgiveness, um, then then you'll be forgiven. I that is a little bit better. So you don't it's have a, you don't have a priest who knows everybody's business and yeah. has control over you. So that's not so bad. Yeah, those priests are just gossip seems, folks, as yeah, we know now. It seems like they missed out on an opportunity to control the masses. <laughs> it, they really did, <laughs> but still extremely controlling. <laughs> ah, oh, a lot of a place. lot of grooming, a lot of um, shame, so much shame. But also Catholicism deals with a lot of shame. Shame. Catholicism shame. doesn't deal with shame; it deals with guilt. Guilt, right? You guys are the guilt, guilt were the shame, yeah. and and physical punishment. Ugh. Yeah. Yikes. Well, all that standing up and kneeling is just that's physical punishment that's in itself. Punishment yeah. there. Mass is and those exhausting. Ba- <laughs> I've been to a Catholic church. Those little benches are not that padded for your legs. <laughs> Oof. I love this topic. I love this movie. I love movie. this too. I love this movie. I love this movie so much. Ten out of ten. It's it's worked. It is. It's in my top five. One hundred percent. It's phenomenal. Definitely one of. Th- I mean, it's up there for my top horror movies. It's definitely going to be a contender for best film of the year for me. Yeah. I don't see. I it's don't so see it being beat, especially in the horror category for me. It's just it. it part of it was because it came as such a surprise yeah but part of it is just it is so brilliantly executed yeah. phenomenal i'm like i'm struck i'm like uh, uh, i'm like in a i'm in a lodge coma that was me on sunday for sure we like kept talking about just how livid we were about it <laughs> so upset that everything so was gonna get pinned pinned on grace and we got home we were literally just sitting on the couch like what the fuck did we just watch <laughs> oh my gosh how should we close it out I'm tired. <laughs> Should we sing the song? What was it again? I don't. I, it wasn't a hymn I was familiar no. with. Like I had heard it, but it wasn't something that I grew up singing. You were singing it. You knew it. Wait, the little song, the hymn at the end. Sing. Uh, no, I didn't. It was know. like I wasn't great singing that. Art. You no, were. no, I was. I think there was Jesus loves me. No. It was not no. in there. No. no, 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 that wasn't uh, the song. There uh, was a song in there that I recognized. It was not that one. Oh, okay. You're getting me confused with the children who are trying to sing along to it. <laughs> That's who that you're getting confused because because the, they were doing that. Yeah, they were trying, man. They were trying to hold it together, little fuckers. Like if we just smile and grin and sing along, maybe maybe we'll live. Ooh, the Brigham Young University Men's Chorus sings it. We're getting into Mormonism now. Just the men sing. Yeah, the men's choir is. Like- well, if we knew near my God to thee, we would end the episode with that. But I guess we're we're just gonna end it the old, the good old fashioned way. Old fa- wait for it. Ooh, the harmonies, though. I'm, I'll send you this. It's beautiful, I dude. Guess- the be- the the Mormon men men's oh, choirs yeah. are gorgeous. Oh, anything in the tabernacle is gold, except for those undies. <laughs> no, those are just magic. <laughs> All right, we'll Mormonism's let them. Wild, we'll dude. let the Mormons sing us out then. All right, so say stay uh, light as a feather, stiff as, as a, a board. Ooh, they're getting funky. Summer party. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs>